Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Good late evening, everybody, and welcome to this Friday night edition of Political Straight Talk. I am your host, the Political Superman. We have the Political Boy Wonder with us tonight as our co-host. Is uh, Joseph is joining us, and he is going to be uh, my co-host. I have my roundtable ladies. Two of the three uh, AARP crowd is here, and that would be Barbara. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, the other one, Tricia. And for those of you tuning in, we appreciate it. I need to tell you about a sponsor, and i got to get this sponsor out of the way because part of the program's not going to be uh, very chicken-friendly. So recently a poll was done of the top ten customer service organizations in the country, and for the third year in a row, bringing up the top, the number one spot in the country for the best customer service would be Chick-fil-A, where they did not invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Have a number one large size with a cherry Coke today. Now, tonight's agenda, a big long one. We're going to talk about ragheads and people that are a part of Islam. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've got zero love for you. So if you love them, you can call in and I'll blast your ass. Number two, we're going to talk about people that keep wanting to have our president assassinated call in. I'm going to tell you why you're going to be convicted of a felony and busting rocks at Leavenworth. Then we're going to be talking about Claire McCaskill, who has decided, oh no, out of Missouri, that in an election year for her, where her numbers are very dismal, she thinks Obamacare is a bad thing. But that's only after she saw that the only provider of Obamacare services in the state of Mizzou has said that premiums will go up a whopping 57%. Ooh. Oh, don't be woo in Delaware. Yours is even higher. Yeah, so, but I don't worry about it. So, that is just the top things on the agenda. Bannon's out. The stock market's up. Trump doing a reset with donors. We have white supremacists that are ruling the day. We have spent an entire week now with white supremacy at the top of the news. Okay? And tonight we're going to talk about why that's a crock of crap. And there's only one group of people stirring this up. We're going to talk about it. This is the Political Straight Talk. Let us get started with the first topic. And I'm going to save my diatribe for the end because, well, it sometimes cannot be nice. But uh, sorry, I do apologize. Anyway, so the first topic we're going to come up with. First, we're going to go down. Barbara sends me a list of talking points, and I either go through them and use them or discard them uh, as you know some crap she's found on one of those fake news sites. And uh, oh. So 
her and Trish must How get together and, and talk about that. Ah! Anyway. How, uh, How rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, first let's talk about the Internal Revenue Service, one of the biggest slave owners in the country. All of us, everybody raise your hand, if you pay taxes, are a slave to the Internal Revenue Service. I want it torn down immediately. I want all their regional offices torn down. As a matter of fact, yep. I challenge everybody to show up at the building in Washington, D.C. Let's push on it until we topple it. Because just like Guam, it will flip over if we all push from one side. Now, if anybody believes that, I'll see you there tomorrow at 10 a.m. Speaking of the IRS, they managed to hire over 2,000 employees were considered rehires. Now, I had seen this on the news yesterday and today. Out of the 2,000 they rehired, 213 of them were guilty of multiple, multiple infractions, including, but not limited to, uh, they falsified documents. They had tax evasion themselves. They hadn't been paying their own taxes. Okay, I guess they were just clearing it out of there. They released classified information or private tax information to the news media. They released it to these little wacko left-wing sites, change.org, moveon.org, any other number of sites that you want to talk about. Now, this is where I bring in Mark, Barbara, and Tricia. Guys, would it not seem to you that if a government agency has 213 people guilty of crimes, why would they rehire them? Because they're liberal. Because the head of the IRS is liberal. Actually, the head, of the, IRS, the head of the IRS is a Donald Trump appointee. No, I mean, what's that guy? John, what's his name? Now, if you're um, talking about the undersecretary that pretty much runs the day-to-day operations, yes, he's liberal. Is that part of the deep state? Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the alligators. Okay, so they didn't get drained in the swamp. And for nope. those of you, by the way, tune in Tuesday night at Ragtag Radio. That is over on 142-127. We are going to be talking Tuesday night about the deep state. We're going to do an in-depth discussion on the deep state and how the deep state is affecting uh, the Trump presidency and what you can do as a citizen to help uh, fight back against those things. So, what do we do to clean out the IRS? Fire them all. Fair tax. Bulldozer. Well, let's talk about the fair tax. Okay, now, for those of you out there that don't know what a fair tax is, the nuts and bolts of it is everybody in the United States would pay 21% or thereabouts, I think the number ends up being 21%, in taxes. That would wipe out all of the income taxes. It would wipe out business taxes. It would wipe out everything. Basically, it's also called a national sales tax. Now, contrary to what a lot of people have told you, it would not wipe out state sales tax. You would still be responsible right. for state sales tax. Barbara, why do you why do you personally lobby for a flat tax or a national sales tax? Because it's the best thing that could happen to the country. I mean, you know, 
no more people would bring home more money in their paychecks. They would be able the tax would only be good on um, new items. So if you went and bought a used car, you would not pay any taxes on it. Uh, it's a wonderful idea. And but those I don't taxes that you pay it. on your car are state taxes, not federal. Well, state taxes, but they would be reduced. I mean, they've been talking about the fair tax ever since I moved to Tennessee 20 years ago. And well, I don't that's know because why. 20 years ago we had to rise up against our own party and stop Don Sunquist from yeah. ramming it from ramming it through. I know. I know. So here's let, let's well let's carry this on a bit because part of streamlining our government. I know that Donald Trump's in favor of a fair tax. Yes. I do know that that quietly he favors it. So how? What would be the safeguards to prevent the American taxpayer from being basically robbed? Because if you look at it, what's to prevent it from constantly going up? Hmm. Well, you would need a constitutional amendment to prevent, yeah. you know, to set it and forget it. And to do away right. with and abolish an income tax. So, but right. then that goes to the next problem. If you open up the Constitution for an amendment, that requires a constitutional convention. Constitutional convention opens up the entire document. Mm-hmm. And in this climate, do we open up the entire document? Because then you get into the Bill of Rights and no. editing, editing the Bill of Rights. No, because they're all damn slave owners. Yeah. So it's just something to look at. Now, in this program, you can speak freely. Um, want to refrain from using the F word, uh, but otherwise you can speak freely on our program. We are listed as an adult content program, and until Chick-fil-A or the Wall Street Journal gets butthurt, then we'll be good to go. But, uh, you know, the fair tax merits again, merits a serious looking at. Most people are automatically turned off by it, and I'm going to tell you why. There's that little thing in the tax code known as the earned income credit. Now, for a few years, I was eligible for the earned income credit many moons ago in a land far, far away. Yes, I was not. Okay. But basically, the earned income credit is paying people not to work. Now, think about that. I still had to work. Yeah, but you didn't have to work as much. And to be ordered, and to be eligible for a good chunk of that earned income credit, you couldn't make more than $22,000. Well, I don't remember what it was back then. That's too long. It's been the same. But the point being is that let's say someone makes 19000 a year, which is well below poverty level. Okay, They're working at McQuack's, Hardy's, wherever, and they make 19000 a year. They've got three kids. They got the wife at home. She's all, she's an angel because she's always harping. Okay, but she's at home. And they file their taxes at the end of the year. They make $19,000. Okay? Now, I figured the math up on this a couple of weeks ago because I want to talk about taxes and how the earned income credit is actually a bad thing. But 
a family of five making 19000 a year is eligible for, wait for, anybody want to take a guess how much earned income credit they'll get back? 3500 Okay. Barbara, want to take a guess? 8000 Okay. Barbara? I'd say, about, I'd say about five. Well, I would tell you all three of you will be wrong. <laughs> Family of five, earned income credit, plus the what they call additional child tax credit, puts them in the neighborhood of getting back $11,000. I never got that kind of money back. Now, what is the what is the issue here? You just made more in one day than you made in an entire six months. So, what's the inspiration? That money's going to be taxed. I'm sorry. That money's going to be taxed. No, it's not. It's a refund. That's right. It's a tax tax refund. That money is not at all taxed. And I know people that plan their entire purchasing season and how, what, how many hours they work and everything around that tax credit. I guess so. Okay. I know people that won't get married because of it. If you notice, hmm. in the early spring, the number of new cars on the highway. Yes. And a lot of businesses will cater to that earned income credit because you'll see them. Use your tax refund as a down payment. Use this. Use that. Now, they estimate that nearly 18 million homes in this country is eligible for at least $3,000 in earned income credit money. Wow. Now, for those of you that are about to start harping on me and going like, you're not for the working man, blah, blah, blah. Not true. What I'm not for is giving away money that we want to complain that we have budget shortfalls. Well, the reason we have budget shortfalls is dumb shit like this. Because if you didn't earn it, you shouldn't get it. If they want to give you back the money that you paid into the federal income tax, great. You ought to get it back. But getting money that wasn't yours that you didn't pay in, that's a big load of bullshit. And for the record, I just did the math. That ends up being one hundred and sixty two trillion kind of with a T dollars that goes into the economy. Mm. Oh. See it was different when I was when I was collecting the earnings. It's been it's been the same all the way through. Just the amounts are different based on the number of kids you have. That is one program that has not changed very much over the years. So if we did not give this money back to people, okay, and I know the argument by the Democrats when they created it was, oh, well, it'll infuse money into the economy. Yes, it does, generally in that first quarter, which the first quarter is the slowest GDP quarter of the year, and they were trying to infuse cash into it. But think about that. Look at how much money. The government's given away. Now, that comes out of somebody's pocket that paid into taxes. Yep. So, how much is our national debt? Does anybody know? It's over $20 trillion. 
$19.6 trillion at this point. Okay, and we just gave away $162 trillion. Does anybody see a problem with that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Why does nobody think about this stuff? And who in our government thought it was a good idea to take tax money that people pay in and give to people who don't? Those people who want to get reelected every two years or every six years. I go back to I, I go back to the statement that I made years ago, and I will say it again. Every single working adult in this country should pay something in taxes. Period. I'm not saying you're not. I'm saying that rewarding people for making little money is bullshit. Okay? And I think that every single person ought to pay something, even if it's a damn dollar. Everybody ought to pay something into the system. Instead of take, 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 take. Okay? Give you an example. I'm sorry? I said I was paying into the system, so I don't feel guilty. Oh, Okay, well let's talk about that. And I'm not coming after you personally. I'm going to use this I'm going to use this as an overall lesson. So, you collect the earned income credit. Let's assume that you collect the least amount possible of the earned income credit, which means you are making right around $26,000 a year. Okay. okay? Now, let's do some fuzzy math on that, okay? How many people are in your household? 3? At that point it was 2. Just okay. So you've got two people, 26,000, two dependents, makes your tax rate 16%. So 26,000 times 16%, that means you paid $4,160 in taxes. Okay? Now, that includes the FICA. So we've got to take FICA off of that. So we're going to say 3160 And you'll be eligible for right around $1,000 in earned income credit. So that means maybe a little more at the time. Which that means you're going to get back right around 4160 Sound about right? I don't remember what I got back back there. That, that was too many years ago. Well, we're just going to use it as a thing. Number one, you got $1,000 back that you didn't pay into the system. You paid the thirty-one sixty. You didn't pay the forty-one sixty. You got a thousand dollars of somebody else's tax money. Now, again, not coming after you, so don't take it personal. I'm just saying. Well, I'll use I'll use a situation close to me that I know. This particular family got back nineteen thousand dollars. My God. Now I won't discuss how they did their taxes or anything like that, but they got back nineteen grand. Wow. Okay. They, that is a net loss for the federal government of right around $16,000. That's a net loss for the government. Okay? Which can never be recouped. Now let that sink in. No, they don't want it recouped. I'm saying the federal government paid them $16,000 more than what they should have. It's not against the law. I'm saying if the earned income credit didn't exist, and people had to pay in based on everybody paying in, it would have been a net gain for the government of $3,000 and not a net loss of sixteen. Do you see my point? 
Okay. The only point I'm trying to make is that we're paying people not to strive to do better. And I'm not saying you didn't. I'm saying that there are many that will not because they don't want to lose that earned income credit. They don't want to lose food stamps. They don't want to lose the government paid insurance. They don't want to lose the daycare subsidy. They don't want to lose the gas money they get from the block grants from the upper, uh, the different human development agencies. We have made it so easy to be a deadbeat in this country. And then there are people like me and people like Barb and people like you and others who struggle. Now, part of my struggles are my own fault, my own stupidity, you know, over the last several years. So I have to own that. But what about those that make a conscious choice? Everybody in this country ought to put something into it. They might respect it more. That's Instead true. of, what can my country do for me? What in the hell can you do for your country? Okay. So... Now I got off on a diatribe. I didn't even didn't mean to go down this way, but seriously, you know we are we are failing all of our citizens in this country. Our government is failing all of us because we no longer teach personal responsibility. As a U.S. admiral said on a speech that I watch, it's called the "Make Your Bed" speech. He said, "Every morning when you get up, make your bed because you've." accomplished one thing every morning you've made your bed you have a clean crisp bed every morning and even if your day sucks throughout the day and you fail at everything you do you at least made your bed and you come back home to a nice bed and you break everything down into small tasks and you accomplish the tasks that you can because you will fail more than you succeed and i will tell you right now to anybody listening out there i am an example of you fail more than you succeed I'll own that. But when I fail, I get right back up and I go at it again. And occasionally I succeed. You see the point, people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to finish up with the IRS because they make me mad. Mark, any comments on the IRS, the flat tax, the fair tax, the earned income credit, yada, yada, yada? In 2012, I was a big fan of Herman Cain's 999 plan. And wow. In reality, 999 could have worked, but it would have been a step before a flat tax. I think that every American citizen, no matter what they're collecting as their income, should have some kind of stake in the government. Because the government is not funded by itself, but it's funded by the people. So if you have no stake in the government, you have no dog in the fight. And at this point, we have so many millions of American citizens who have no dog in the fight, but they still go out on Election Day to vote for the people who are going to give them more money. And that's a problem. That's why we are nearly $20 trillion in debt. That's my diatribe. Ladies, anything to add? Well, Obama helped in, in creating that $20 trillion, adding $10 trillion to the debt in eight years. 
Obama added more to the national debt than the 43 presidents before him combined. Mm-hmm. So a lot of blame is on him. No, it's not on him. Why? Not a bit of it's on him. Why? He ordered all these regulations. He had 120 million czars, which were not needed. He had what? Now you're paying people... It could Sorry. have been McCain, no. and it could have been Romney. Hang, hang on, hang on, Mark. still going to be up. Mark, hang on. Barbara, I didn't hear. He had 120 what? Czars. Okay. No. A czar for air, a czar for heat, a czar for air conditioning. Whatever he wanted, because he didn't know how to run the government to begin well, with. Well, first of all, so he had to ha- first of all, the president has wide latitude to do that. But again, none of this was his fault. He's the one that appointed these people. Sure, but it's not his fault. What do you mean it's not his fault? He didn't have to do that. Still not, still not his fault. Anybody want to tell me whose fault it is? It's our fault. You're Congress. exactly right. It is our fault. It is. It is nobody else's fault than ours. Well. We we vetted the guy. I vetted him back from 2006 from, on, from and the nobody beginning, From the beginning of the republic as we know it under a constitutional government, it is our fault. From the electing of George Washington all the way down to the electing of Donald J. Trump, the only people to blame for what each president has done in office is us. And I don't want to hear I didn't vote for him because I'm pretty sure none of us on this call except Mark voted for him. Mm-hmm. I'd never vote for that piece of crap. Okay. I'm sorry, but please do not refer to us. Hang on. Please do not refer to a president as a piece of crap. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Until And, and I know that, that many of you have probably not done this. But I'm going to tell you, until you stand in that Oval Office and you appreciate the enormity of what's in that office, even the worst president in history, Jimmy Carter, Obama, still had a hard job. And my question is, could you have done it? And that's rhetorical. That's not to any one person. But could you have done it? I don't, know, I don't know that I could you know, I have to respect the office. I don't have to respect the person who wears the title. Not true. We are commanded. Yes, it is. It most certainly is not. I'm going to tell you why. Because everybody here is big on quoting the Bible, so let's just quote the Bible. What does it say about our leaders? We are to honor them. Yes, we are. We are to respect them. We are to pray for them. We are to lift them up. How many of you, during Obama's administration, prayed for him? Truly prayed not me. for him? No, not me. So then you violated Christ's commandment. You violated God's commandment. He did everything he could to bring this country to its knees. He's okay. still doing it with his shadow government. 
I have no Who, respect for the man. I'm sorry. Whose fault if is I'm that? Wrong, I'm wrong. Whose fault is that, Barbara? Whose fault is it that he it's became not, president? Not mine. Really? I because didn't vote for him. Because how many people did you go out there and convince that you shouldn't, that you were right, and he was the wrong person for the job? Many, many, many times. I started okay. vetting that man back in 2006 and told everybody I could that he was the wrong man for the job, and Guess nobody what? listened. Guess what? You failed. Guess what? Mark failed. Guess what? I failed. Guess what? Trisha failed. <laughs> Every person that went out there that stood against him failed because we did not bring one more person to our side. We did not bring two more people to our side. We failed in our message. And the only people that we can hold responsible for that failure is us. We can't hold liberals responsible for that. We cannot hold people that didn't go vote for that. Because had we done our jobs as Americans, had we done our job to protect this republic, we would have never had eight years of him. And I know people get mad because I put the blame on us. But at the end of the day, the blame rests with us. With every failure that goes through that Congress, it's us. With every failure that goes through the White House, it's us. With every failure in the State House, it's us. With every failure in the governor's mansion, it's us. In every failure at local government, it's us. Why? Because we didn't care enough to get off our asses now from behind our computers and go convince one other person that we were right. To go to convince two other people that we were right. To go get somebody off their couch and say, hey, your vote does matter. Your vote counts. Here's why your vote counts. Come with me. Because I stand for something. We failed. I I agree with everything you said, but that doesn't mean that still doesn't mean that I have to respect him. And if I have to answer that, if I have to answer that before God, then I have to answer for it. But let me, I'm sorry. Let me let me, let me explain something. Hang on. Let me let me explain something. One particular instance, we were at the Waldorf Hotel, across the street from the White House, and Presidents Bush and Bush and Clinton and Carter were there. Now, everybody knows that I think President Carter is a kook, okay? I don't have any love lost for the man whatsoever. I don't. Do you know that he made it a point to ask about my two children, okay? He knows that I stand against anything he was for. When I served on the board of directors of Habitat International, I tried to get him removed as the spokesman. He knew that because I felt he didn't represent what Habitat was about because he represents a handout, not a hand up. But you know what? He was the president of the United States for four years. That man led the greatest nation on earth. Did he lead it properly? No. But at the end of the day, God chose that man to inherit that White House. And if he was not going to inherit that white house, in other words, he became the president. Okay? Now, had I been more than a wee tot back in the day, I would have fought at the top of my lungs to stop him. But at the end of the day, there have been 44, now 45, presidents of this country. And they have one of the greatest burdens 
that none of us would ever want to bear. And Barbara, for me and for every other person that stopped in their lives for five minutes to serve that off-white building in the middle of Washington, D.C., that George Washington thought so highly of to serve, please not only respect the man in that office. Even if you diametrically disagree with him, he was your president. At least give him that. You don't have to stand for his policies, but you should at least respect him. Because he did a job that you could not do, that I could not do. And I promise you, it wouldn't be a job you'd want to do. Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. Well, I mean, we can. But don't let, your personal, I, I don't let your personal hatred for an individual's personal beliefs affect one of the greatest institutions in this country. For to belittle him belittles the office. Never said I hated him. Because he for now and forevermore will be known as President of the United States. And to belittle him belittles Presidents Washington, Jefferson, Adams, Bush, Reagan, Bush. It belittles them too. Do you want to belittle President Bush? Do you want to belittle President Bush? Do you want to belittle President Reagan? I think not. I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it that way. You don't have to. You didn't have, you haven't been in those halls. You haven't seen as people anguish over these decisions that they know is going to affect 400 million people. You didn't get phone calls. You didn't get phone calls in the middle of the night of people who were worried if bombs were going to drop on us because some ragheaded MFer decided he was going to steal a plane. You didn't see kids scared to death because they didn't know what was coming after New York was attacked. You didn't see the look on people's faces in New Orleans when everything they owned had been wiped out, and all they were trying to do was eke a living out. When you see that, you respect that office. And as much as I didn't disagree with Obama, you've never heard me say one thing about him in public. Privately, I've said a few things. I'll, I'll own up to that. Publicly, I've never said a word about that office. And he inhabited that office. So to respect that office, you have to respect him. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you like I tell everybody else, you have the right to be wrong in this country. All right. I still love Barbara. She's confused sometimes, but I love Barbara. It's her dementia, guys. She she didn't take her medicine today. Her dementia is kicking in. Okay. Yeah, um, there you go. State... <laughs> so rude. Uh, guys, just so you all know, for those of you all that know Pat Summit, the former Tennessee basketball coach and legend in our state, we felt so bad for Barbara when we found out that she had early onset dementia. We got her a wee back pat. Shirt, and on the front of it, we put "We Back Barb Too." Okay. <laughs> Senator Don't Chappelle. A single word he's saying. <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay. Next, next topic. Senator Chappelle Nolan. State Senator Chappelle Nolan from the great state of Mizzou. Yeah, she stepped in it big time. 
she tweeted out or put on Facebook under another guy's comment that she hopes President Trump is assassinated. Why hasn't she been arrested? Um, because she's in some big doo-doo. Most likely, President, here's what's going to happen. The Secret Service is going to investigate it. They're going to determine that there's no imminent threat. And Trump's going to say, look, leave her be. Then he's going to put pressure on the Missouri legislature, which they've already called for her resignation. Yeah, I saw Um, that. Senator Claire McCaskill, who is in a very precarious situation, and we're going to talk about her next, um, has called on her to resign. Uh, Republicans and Democrats alike have basically come after her and said, you know, that that goes too far. Um, Republicans control both chambers of the Missouri legislature. And the young governor in Missouri, by the way, he's having a little rough time over there, but he's a young fella. Um, I I think he's going to end up doing well. But I hear rumblings that they're going to start expulsion proceedings. Ooh. To expel yeah, her. She won't come. Yeah, well, she, she said, she said, and I quote, it'll be a cold day in hell before I resign. Well, as the Eagles said, yeah. it'd be a cold day in hell before they got back together. What was the name of their <laughs> tour when they got back together? Hell Freezes Over Tour? Yeah. So she's getting ready to do the Hell Freezes Over Pope Walk out of the state legislature in Missouri, and good for them. Mm-hmm. Good for now, them. Now, anybody got any comments on this broad? Yeah, I didn't think so. It's a waste of time. (laughs) Claire McCaskill. As many of you know, many moons ago in a land far, far away, Claire McCaskill was one of those that rode the fence about Obamacare. Then she decided at the last minute Obama exerted the power of the presidency and and promised her state a few things, so she come over to see the light. Well, she's been parroting that Obamacare was great up until about 24 hours ago. She got some poll numbers from the national GOP that says, Biatch, you're about to go bye-bye. And she has had, had, in my best Reverend Jackson voice, an epiphany. She has seen the light. (laughs) Obamacare sucks. (laughs) Rumor has it she's going to switch to the Republican Party. As I recall, wasn't she part of the Republican Party before? I, I'm I am almost sure she was part of the Republican Party, and then when the Democrats become popular, they uh, she switched to the Democratic Party, and now she's going to jump back. Huh. All right, guys, let's talk about Claire McCaskill and why she's done what she's done. And Mark, I know this is up your wheelhouse, so go. I will start with a short story about a friend of mine. A friend from college. His father was a state senator, served for many years, and actually has a hospital named after him. Well, his father was a very big Democrat in Louisiana. Well, in 2000, during the uh, Bush campaign, a Bush bus came to my university. And the Republicans on campus, they went, they ventured out, and they wanted to meet the people on the bus and all of this stuff, and I was one of them. Well, next to the bus was the counter-protest, led by the Democrats. 
which was this friend of mine. Well, about eight years ago, this same friend of mine. Hey, Mark, 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 Mark. Yeah, go ahead. Excuse me a minute. Anybody that's capable of logging into the chat room, please do so. Anybody capable of logging into the chat, please do so. Okay. Yeah, I'm there. No, you're not. Well. Refresh it. I will be. First of all, you know count son of a bitch. Let me make something clear. (laughs) Nor I, I am not now, nor have I ever been. I noticed you had to change your screen name because evidently somebody decided to block your dumbass. If you would like, and, and I'm not going to get into this with you because it's a waste of my time because I'm a I'm an intelligent, uh, multi-degreed individual and you're living in your daddy's dung house. But if you want to have a conversation with me, call in. Okay? Call in. I will let you say... Anything you want to say, come on in. Oh, one of those. Yeah, isn't it interesting? For those of you listening, I will be editing this part out of the program on the recording. But uh, anybody that wants to engage this piece of shit that's in this chat room, since he doesn't have the balls to call in here. Well, listen, let him enjoy his swastika dildo. And we'll just leave it at that. Barbara offered to give him batteries if it'd make him feel better. Well, you have a you have a vibrating swastika dildo. That's fine. <laughs> I think I think that's called a uh, a roaming Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Mark. Oh, <laughs> uh, all he's got to say is that we're. Oh, man. (laughs) Way to go, Barbara. (laughs) What'd she do? Yes, actually, we do know that the swastika was around long long before the Nazis hijacked the symbol. And I will have you know that Mark is not of color. So shut your ass. He really does get on my nerves. Listen, if you don't have... Oh, hey, uh, Barbara, did you see what that fine young man just called you? (laughs) Oh, this is too funny. I'm about to speak some New York ease to him. Um, If you have children listening, please refrain and take them out of the room. Damn, Barbara. Yeah, oh, he can tell you're a big fat ass. I guess he doesn't know that you're as skinny as a rail. <laughs> poor feller. Poor, poor feller. See, this is what happens when parent, when uh, brothers and sisters reproduce. Guys, we have breaking news. Two police officers in Kissimmee, Florida, have been shot. Oh, no. Want to play. 
I know, I screwed up on him. Did he just say good about two cops being shot? Oh, let me add him. Let me, let me get into that room. Oh, wow. He just said good. Let, let, let me get in that room. I have well, a problem with a, a former state trooper. Okay, hold on. i, I got to get control of this call back. Listen, dude. You want to hide by anonymity, that's fine. You've got a right to do that. You have a right to even... <gasps> wow. I'm frozen. Wow. Y'all, y'all should really go in here. And... Well, dude, I'm just curious. If, if we're so evil and you got so many bad things to say about us, why do it in a chat room? Come on this call. At least other idiots that think like you do have had the balls to come on here and say their piece. That's right. Okay? If you're going to stay in a chat room and be a coward, then go on. Anyway, Barbara, you take care of that asshole, and we're going to move on with the program. Uh, (laughs) What I think happened is too much fellatio with a horse. The vocal cords are just gone. (laughs) Wow. Okay, for those of you that are just tuning in, this is not normally how the program goes. We have someone in our chat room that is, um, well, we think uh, the the we think this guy is living in a basement somewhere. He is his mommy don't love him. His daddy disowned him. His dog left him. So, anyway, Todd, thank you for joining us. I do apologize you've come in on this. Um, We've got a guy in the chat room who fancies himself anti-Jew, anti-black, anti-American. He's a snowflake. I mean, just, he basically is a snowflake. (laughs) He's a snowflake. And he's probably a gay snowflake at that. Him and his boyfriend are sitting there playing swords, watching reruns of Star Wars. <laughs> so, oh, who is who is this uh, individual in the chat? We don't know. Oh. He's he's. We just think that he's gay, and that he's confused about. Well, actually, what we really think, and and we had this we had this discussion last week when he came in here and trying to crash the call. What we have really decided, he's probably transgender, okay? And he dresses and dresses and puts on wigs and tries to convince straight men that he is... uh... Well, his problem is he's transgender and the doctor has not really found the amount of hormones he needs. So that affects him mentally. So it's understandable. Well, he has now determined that America was created for and by the white race. Jews are told Jews told us to hate the Muslims and that Jews invented Islam. Uh, I love people like this. I really do. It makes the dumbest among us look smart. Okay, moving on to Claire McCaskill. Okay, so Claire White are supreme. It would be white is supreme, numb nuts, or whites are supreme. 
<laughs> White's invented everything, according to this guy. Barbara taught him to go uh, screw his goat. <laughs> anyway, so back to Claire McCaskill, and then we'll get on from her, because she's just about as bad as he is. Um, they are... Uh, yeah, I agree. Let's just stop focusing on him and let's keep uh let's keep moving on. Anyway, so <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> anyway, so Claire McCaskill has determined that Obamacare sucks because she got a poll yesterday that said she's down fourteen points to an unnamed opponent. So I think that has a lot to do, (laughs) Barbara, shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you that that aren't logged into the chat, y'all really need to log into the chat just to watch. I don't have a link. I don't have a link. Oh, well, now we've got a couple of racists in here now. We've got somebody hollering white power. Barb said he's all. Barb. A white power. What? Go to talk shoe. Um, you don't need a link, Trisha. But that's all right. Anyway, so if this continues, I'll just shut the, I'll just shut the chat down. Then, if they want to have a discussion, they can call in with some real nuts, or they can go home and lick their nuts, whichever they choose to do. <laughs> Anyway, so Claire McCaskill, do you think, Mark, that her move is simply a political move in an election year because she's sent down? Do you see her changing parties? What What is your overall take? I think she's an opportunist, and she's going to switch parties because it's convenient, just like uh, Bevan in uh, West Virginia, who's going to switch parties eventually. They see that the winds of change have reached their states, and they have no real hope of getting reelected in the next cycle. So she's going to switch parties probably by the end of the year, hoping that becoming a Republican can make her viable as a uh, in the uh, the primaries in that state. But I think she has a real up uphill climb. Because of the fact that she voted for Obamacare and she's on record as defending that program for the last six years. Yeah, politically, I, I think you're right. She's 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 in a pickle. She's in a pickle. All right, if anybody has anything on Claire, we'll take it and then move on to our next topic. Okay. All right, our next topic. Yeah, let's see. Kind of got off topic with this moron boy in here. Wow. I feel sorry for this guy, I really do. Okay, true to Trump's word, he's kept two campaign promises this week. He has um, ended... uh, the what they call choke point. I think Republicans kind of gave it that name. But basically, it had to do with cutting off credit lines to gun dealers and businesses that basically didn't do what they wanted. 
and Attorney General Sessions has shut that off. Um, then you've got uh, who is guest ten? I don't know. I would love to know who guest ten is because that that's just funny. I'm guest ten. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's pretty funny. Anyway, you know, well, we'll get to that. Anyway, so two things have been ended by the DOJ. The expungement of criminal records in the federal system has stopped for now. They've tightened up the the thing, um, and they've ended the Operation Choke Point. Okay, and I know some of you on here do not like uh, Condi Rice. Now, y'all have heard me tell stories of her, and you tell, hear me tell the story of how she knocked a lieutenant on his ass. But, I always liked her. I'm sorry? I always liked her. But I'm going to tell you, she she handed, uh, she handed the <laughs> media one of the best history lessons today or yesterday. Uh, and this from a black woman basically gave them hell over history and showed them why they were wrong and how they had allowed uh, that they're the one. <laughs> Got to stop reading this screen. Um, what an asshole. Basically how they had uh, gotten the narrative all wrong and that the media is, in fact, the ones keeping this stirred up. And so, again, decided to go and do a little research because that's what I do, uh, unlike our gentleman in the chat here. Number one, 93% of black shootings are done by other blacks, whereas 82% or 80, yeah, 82% of white shootings are done by other whites. So it's not a race-on-race race thing. Okay, excuse me just a minute. Okay, nightlight. Probably needs that when he's sucking his thumb, when he's laying next to his mm -hmm. mommy. Uh, if you can prove that I'm wrong, then call in here and let's have a discussion. Because you got the right to your opinion, then I'll give you the microphone and let you say what you need to say. He's too chicken shit. So come on here. Otherwise, it's time for you to go. And stop misquoting the Bible, son. You don't know nothing about the Bible. Okay. Like I said. Then call in. Then why don't you call in? Anyway, so just don't engage him, Barbara. Let him do what he's going to do. So let him say what they want to say. Uh, yes, by the way, Hooked on Phonics did work for me, numb nuts. I can read. No, you don't know nothing about the Bible. Wow. His English teacher would be really pissed. He's probably the guy that had to sit out in the hallway or the one that had to sit with the dunce hat in the back of the room in the chalk circle. Anyway, um, so Condi <laughs> went after him. All right, let's move on. I said earlier that we, um, you know, I said earlier in Trump's presidency, one of the things he needed to do was fulfill the right around 200 vacancies that were on the federal courts if we wanted to shift the paradigm of what was going on 
in this country. And so Trump is is beginning to do that finally. Uh, five judges have been appointed, 30 are pending, and 123 seats need to be filled. I know that they've got most of those in the wings. They're going through the background checks and the Secret Service checks right now. Um, the Southern Poverty Law Center, everybody all knows how I feel about that stupid website. But uh, that was a good one, Mark. Um, <laughs> Jason Kessler, which is, is no surprise, okay? Just remember that uh, all these groups, and even this little fella in the chat room here, um, is Obama supporters. Democratic Party, Democratic Party has the one that created the majority of these. Um, but the Southern Poverty Law Center does call out Jason Kessler. He is the organizer, and he says he's the organizer, so it isn't like they've done any great big uh, expose. But the Southern Poverty Law Center uses the reverse of hate. Okay. They go after, and they they throw in there the, the new Black Panther Party to make themselves look good. But what they need to do I'm done. What, they, what they need to do is call out Black Lives Matter. What they need to do is call out all of the cares, the Muslim <laughs> Brotherhood, and many others, and they won't. So to me, it's not a legitimate website, and you know I don't recommend people go deal with that. So. Here, I'm going to save us all some time. I'm just going to do this right here. You know, I'm just going to block the chat because, well. personally, I'm tired of looking at his crap. So, I'm going to unmute. To I don't. Who's thirteen? I don't know. You're just like those you hate. Hide behind a computer screen. Running your mouth, nothing. You're immature. Well, whoever it is has a shoulder on their head, so I'm going to unmute them. Anyway, well, he'll probably try to come back in. It's okay. Oh. I'll I'll unmute anybody once, but once they start that dumb shit, we're going to lock them back up. Okay. Um. Let's see, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Um. You know, she's calling for a censure. Now she can get a censure. I can tell you right now, getting a censure is is not complicated at all. Um, Would it be symbolic, wouldn't it? I'm sorry? Wouldn't it be symbolic? No, actually, I mean, a censure. Uh, President Clinton got a censure from the Senate uh, when they chose not to convict him. Uh, he couldn't do anything. Perjury. They just censured him. It's a... It's basically, uh, from a layman's terms, a letter of reprimand. Um, he's got 79 signatures on it, now, all of them liberals. I don't even think most of the liberals will sign off on this. They're going into an election year where they're finding that in areas where a lot of them have to run, that um, the president's pretty popular. His overall numbers are down, yeah. but his popularity on the people that show up to vote are yeah. popular. Okay. People are standing yeah. by. 
They're giving him an opportunity. Uh, well, um, Todd, I am Todd. I have been asked to tell you that some guy by the name of Roddy K wants you to unmute him on your next call. Okay. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, thank, thank you, thank you. Okay. Just letting you know. Okay, so. Uh, well, isn't she still? Isn't all of them taking orders from the Obama shadow government? I well, mean, this is a. It, it is called a deep state, and again, we're going to talk about that on Tuesday. So I don't go too much into it here, but I will. I will tell you that yes. A lot of the officials, the undersecretaries, people that aren't what's called a political appointee, are the ones that are kind of that are running, trying to put the president. They're, they're trying to stall the president's agenda. It's awful. Okay. <clears throat> and I think that. I think it's going to take more to root these people out. And the more the media goes after this, the more President Trump, the more people see what's going on, they're going to realize that Trump Trump's going to get, if he stays, now I'm still convinced he's going to resign, but if he stays and he runs for re-election, he wins in a massive landslide. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I think people give him another four years to try and root it out. What the people are doing right now is they're trying to hold on to the midterms because they think that if they can cast everything bad enough, Congress will switch to the Democrats. Okay, They think the House will switch. The minute the House switches, they're going to bring up an impeachment vote. It'll go to the Senate where they'll get nowhere, maybe. I don't think you've got two-thirds of the Senate that will go after, go after the president right now. But he's not making any friends. And he needs some allies on Capitol Hill. And he's making enemies of some of the big ones. So, All right, anybody got any other comments on that particular topic, Nancy Pelosi and her censure? Well, Nancy looks like a stroke victim on crack at this point. She's been in the House for 387 years. And the only thing she's really done was point a finger at America. Well, I heard that she had objected to uh, President Washington's appointment of the Secretary of War. Yeah, I've heard that she voted down uh, John Jay as uh, Chief uh, Justice. First first Chief Justice, yes. Also that she wanted to give reformations back to uh, England for the war. Well, I know oh that she, she tried to sign a treaty with England after we had won to do a shadow government. It didn't work out for her. Yeah, I understand that, too. Um, what else she's doing? And she, she was messed up. Anyway, moving on. So let's, <coughs> let's roll into, by the way, let, let me just address this real quick because there's some misinformation, and I know you all are really shocked to hear that there's misinformation out there. But... Um, Steve Bannon. Okay, all I've heard today is
Uh-oh. Hang on a second. Let's take a look and see what that podcast is. Oh, 929. Hmm. Oh, no. What? Mark, take over. Go ahead. Well, let's talk about Steve Bannon for a second. Well, Steve was brought in about a year and a half ago because Trump needed someone to touch base with the right wing of the Republican Party. Steve Bannon was the former editor of Breitbart. He has several documentaries, including espousing conservatism. Well, Steve Bannon wanted out, and I believe that Trump gave him the option of getting out. Of course, Bannon had issues with the newly appointed chief of staff. He's had conflicts with uh, Trump's son-in-law, and when it came down to, do you still want to be in part of the White House? Steve Bannon said no. I heard today that he was actually on the board of directors um, of Breitbart in an editorial meeting. Yeah. Well, right. let him do what he does best, and he has already said that he will not attack the president. He is a loyal supporter of the president, so let it be where it is. You see? I think it's his opportunity to move on from the White House and to perpetuate the Trump agenda through other means. And through Breitbart, which is a very good conservative website, it's a great opportunity for Trump. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, over the next probably week, you're going to have every media outlet praising Steve Bannon as the mastermind of Trump. Much like the media called Karl Rove the mastermind behind Bush. Well, that's right, because they were calling Bannon a white supremacist last weekend. Well, yeah, that's the hypocritical nature of of the media. Really, if there was a breakdown of how many people are in the Ku Klux Klan in the United States, and that number is about 8,000, 8,000 nationwide in a country of about 350 million people. Mm. Now, this, is all breaks, hope- this all breaks down to the to the idea that Trump is racist, Trump is this or that, and that his whole platform and his whole election strategy was to cater to the white vote last year. When in reality, he was able to sway African Americans, he was able to sway the Latino vote, he was able to sway many other ethnic groups besides just white males and white population groups within America. The idea of making America great has nothing to do with race, creed, color, or religion. It has to do with bringing back the founding principles of this country. And what you've seen him do over the last 210 days at this point 
is to deregulate the government, allow businesses to do what they could to perpetuate capitalism and to help make this country what it was 50 years ago. Yeah, but it's being stopped every step of the way by the Democrats. You know, so, I mean, just he, he, well, I don't know if we're going to touch on that subject or not, about him appointing judges. But the Democrats have already said they're going to slow walk all of those too. Well, the Democrats need to be obstructionists because they are the... um, they are the, the, the sin at this point. The Democrats are going to do everything in their power to go after the president, to go after the Republicans, and they have the media in their back pocket who's going to use every lie in the book to paint this administration as something that it's not. Many, of, uh, many people can't, don't realize that Donald Trump received a, an award in the mid-90s for his help of the black population of New York City. Mm-hmm. He won an yeah. was it the NAACP award, along with Rosa Parks and a host of other black leaders. Mm-hmm. Then he was a champion for women in business. How many project <laughs> managers that he employed were women? which is unprecedented in New York City at the time. I don't believe that Donald Trump is ideological. I think he's a businessman, plain and simple. And when it comes down to politics, he will play whatever side gives him the best opportunity. That's why you have him donating to all these Democrats and Republicans all at the same time. Well, that's what a smart businessman would do, isn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah. If you go to... If you go to any site that gives uh, campaign financial disclosure, his name is prevalent or his corporation is prevalent, because he needs to gain access to those cities. So, yeah, he donated to people in New York. He donated to people in Chicago. He donated to people in Las Vegas, in New Jersey, in a host of different areas, because buying into the system is how he gains access to his business. Don't be a nigger. Oh, Jesus. What is it? Your goat is sleeping right now? Wake him up and go <laughs> bother them. No, I'm here. I am. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys in just a minute. Give me just a second. I'm. I'm. For those of you that want to know, I'm actually sitting in another chat room. Um. I'm watching 
some of these people that are coming over here and spamming us are in another in another call that a couple of years ago I had this guy on my program and um they've got they have me blocked as cuz I'm in as political superman and they've got me blocked What's the name of the program? Um, it's called USA Constitutional Government. This guy's a, he's an interesting character. I've had him on once before. But he has me blocked, so I can't say anything. But by God, I can say something as, as ragtag, because that's, that's how I'm in. So hang on just a minute. I'm going to mute you all. Mark, going to the next topic, which is, uh, oh, shish kebab. Barbara, you go to the next topic. You know what the list is. Oh, God. <laughs> um, let me get my, my list. <laughs> it's over here. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Let me get my steno pad here. Sorry for the delay, folks. Thank God I wrote all these down. Uh, it seems that now Governor McCullough of Virginia, for the time being, is banning all protest in front of the Robert E. Lee Monument in Richmond, Virginia. I'm glad to see he's doing something without politicizing it. Um, he hasn't, uh, he agrees, he's not, um, that's what I'm looking for, um, denying these people their First Amendment rights. He just doesn't want any violence to repeat itself as it did last Saturday. So for the time being, he is banning all protests. Uh, the problem with McCullough can... at this point is he saw Saturday as an opportunity to launch his presidential ambitions for 2020. Yeah. Well, it fell flat on his, he fell flat on his face with that because right. what he ended up doing was causing more of the violence and causing more of the Spectre mm-hmm. that he wanted to. So if he yeah. was going to come out now, he would be he'd be laughed at. Now he's trying to make amends for himself, and you've seen a few other people over the years who are trying to gain higher office by using the racial divide in their favor. Mm-hmm. Most notably, the mayor of Baltimore a few years ago. Well, it she. She fell with egg on her face as well. The problem is, where does this all end? Only a few days ago, you had Charlie Rose and uh, Al Sharpton discussing taking yeah. down the Jefferson Memorial in Washington. And I'm yeah, guessing that the Washington to... Monument would be next. Yeah, what are you going to do with the Washington Monument? Now, I mean, name it after Bill Clinton? Should we go as far as taking Arlington Cemetery? Because that was 
General Lee's plantation. Should well, we, this is what I, I – yeah, go ahead. I, and, should we take that, dig up all the soldiers, and bury them somewhere else? Where, where does well, that no, the Gettysburg be touched? And that would include Owen. the cemetery. See, the problem that most people don't realize when we talk about taking down the monuments or renaming streets or renaming buildings and all of this crap is that once you eliminate one aspect of history, you have to start eliminating all aspects of history. And with the idea that America was unjustly founded and built on the back of slaves and all of this liberal nonsense, you have to realize that our history may be ugly, but we did fight a war and cost millions of American lives to free people, mm-hmm. not just with the Civil War, not just with the Revolution, but with all the wars that we have ever fought were to free someone. And when we realize how history, how bloody and how ugly it may be, it is a history of emancipation, plain and simple. So when we start rewriting history to fit a Democrat or a liberal agenda, we are erasing America. Mm-hmm. So where does it end? You may have yeah, a few kooks. I... Go ahead. Go ahead. I pointed that out to somebody on Facebook last night, and I haven't heard back from her. I said, so what's next? I said, do we rip up the Constitution because 41 out of the 56 authors of the Declaration of Independence were slave owners? Do we rip that up? Do we shred the Constitution? Do we dig up that memorial that's in Arlington National Cemetery? That is a beautiful memorial, I understand, of Confederate soldiers. Do we dig that up? She wants them all put in museums. Well, (laughs) I said, do you know how stupid you sound right now? Well, other countries don't do this. Yeah, they do. In Poland, they have a memorial to Auschwitz. Actually, I'll make a better example. Go to Berlin right now. Go to Berlin. There's going to be a place where you see this is where Hitler's bunker was. There's a museum where the SS building was. Berlin embraces their history because they know that if they forget it, they are doomed to repeat it. Now, there there are Nazi groups, political groups that pop up in Germany, and they're ostracized and they're destroyed by both the media and the public. But it's still there. And it's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. There is no person alive today who was a slave during the Civil War. There's no person alive today who was freed by the 13th Amendment. Okay, have- Mark, I'm I'm back. Do we tear down the, do we tear down the White House because it was built by slaves? Um, you know, I mean, I'm surprised Trump hadn't thought about that and made a glitzy tower for the next president. But hey, how, he's still how early in the administration yet. How far do we go with this? I mean, you know, 
I mean, I look at it, this is started by the liberals. This is a coup to try to take down this president. Well, I think I think part of it is, and I think part of it is to try and paint him into a corner. But let me let me go back to something. Uh, there there have been uh, there's a couple of trolls that are out there, and there's a program I was just on, which is why Mark had taken over. I went over to a different program because our program got mentioned in there. Well, it just so happens that I've interviewed that guy before, and had invited him to come back, which that never kind of worked out, and. Uh, Basically, by the way, Roddy, they're blaming you for being the dark knot, the knot lot, lot knot, whatever the fella is. So, <laughs> just so you know, oh, and they're giving you a hard time. They 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 said it in jest, but just so you know. Um, but anyway, um, so I think we've kind of figured out some of this stuff and got it got it fixed. Law fan blames everyone as a diver. <laughs> Understand? He said I called him a moron one time, which I probably did. So I will. I, I apologize. I probably did call him a moron. Anyway, I don't remember the screen name. But anyway, back to our program. For those of you, by the way, that are here and you're not necessarily a regular, uh, if you want to listen to the program, I'm going to edit it, put it on Facebook on our Facebook page, and edit out um, dealing with that moron from earlier. So we'll get that fixed. And we're going to go ahead and wrap up because we're an hour and a half over time. And just to be honest, uh, you know, there's two cops that have been shot in Florida. And uh, you know, we want our thoughts and prayers to be with those police officers. Because I don't always agree with the cops, but they have a hard job. And uh, they are the thin blue line that protects us from those that would want to destroy life, property, and liberty. Um for those of you, we're going to do a special episode of Political Straight Talk. I don't know when this week. Uh, and um, let's see, I've got a call on Tuesday. I'll tell you what, we won't do a special call of Political Straight Talk this week because we've got Ragtag Patriots on Tuesday. Um, I encourage everybody to tune in to Ragtag. We're going to be talking about the deep state. Um, you can find us at 142-127, 9 p.m. Eastern, that's 8 p.m. Central. Um, and we invite everybody's opinion on there. If you're on the call when the call starts, we'll make you part of the roundtable discussion. And, uh, you know, we invite differing opinions, of course, as long as on Ragtag you keep it clean. Here it's a little more lenient because this is an adult content program, and I allow that with the exception of, Bad mouth than our president, Barbara. <clears throat> so. Hello, hello, host and uh, guest. I'm uh, Roddy K. My friend Todd Morris actually called me and got me three way in here. So, uh, I thank you for the sleep. Hi, Roddy. He starts. He calls in and he falls asleep. So, I'm trying to be quiet. I figured he'd mute himself. Who who calls in and falls asleep? Oh, Todd, fella, he'll call a show. Call me so I can listen. But we can't talk without interrupting the call. You know what I mean? Oh, is this Roddy? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, I got you. I got you. Well, if you got something to say, go ahead and say it. Oh, I'm good. It's been good listening so far. Um, well. Y'all probably don't go the direction I do about that Charlottesville, hey. but it looks like that was all 
kind of a psyop staged event, in my well, opinion. We do believe it was staged. Uh, they're they're to a man on this or woman, in Trisha's case, Barbara. The jury's still out, but uh, <laughs> to a to a man, we believe that that Charlottesville was staged. As a matter of fact, if you guys will hang on, I tell you what we'll do. We'll do a quick. Let me finish this out and reintroduce it because I'll do a. I'll just do a post. So give me just a second. Because Tammy just come on here and we'll do a quick episode. I want to thank you, Tammy. Stick around. I'm gonna I'm gonna close this program out so I can edit it down and then I'm gonna start a new one and we're gonna do it a short one because I want you to give us a report on what's going on in Florida. But we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Remember, you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier for what they do. Thank the families of a soldier for without them you wouldn't have an all volunteer army. I am the political superman saying have a good night, everybody. Now we'll just count down a minute, and we'll start again. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this special short edition of Political Straight Talk. I'm your host, the Political Superman, and we have a bunch of people in here tonight that have something to say, and we want to hear what they have to say. The time, 1140 on the East Coast and 840 on the left coast, and let's just get right into it. We are coming to you live, by the way, from the foothills of Cherokee National Forest, where it is very pretty. And we are in line for the total eclipse. That makes the state of Tennessee great. And those around us, second fiddle, Arkansas, Georgia, Mississippi. Y'all get it. Y'all are second, and we are top. Anyway, let's get into the program. Tonight we have, uh, we have heard that there uh, is some stuff going on out of Florida, and Tammy is going to update us on what's going on in Florida. Tammy? Hello. Um, sadly, two officers have been shot and killed in Kissimmee, Florida. That's just right outside of Disney World. That's probably one of the first places I travel to as a 12 or 13-year-old, maybe maybe 15-year-old. Um, but the one suspect is in custody. I don't see anything else. Um, as we're talking, I will see if I can find any more information. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Who was that? Ooh. She passed some uh, 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 information to Tyrone. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Mark, your voice is too distinctive. <laughs> yeah, y'all baby. Are, I pulled yeah. some hot sauce all over here. Y'all are divorced. <laughs> You're not supposed to be talking like that, and I should have. <laughs> Tammy dumped you. Tammy dumped you for somebody with money in the music industry. Um, she said, and, he, and he's disappeared. Well, see, that's, she dropped. She dropped the Az family, the Azz family, because she said she was married to broke Az, and then she got rid of your family poor Az, and married into money, honey. Well, that wasn't me. So, um, we'll go with that. <laughs> she said you're your broke ass wasn't enough. Okay. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit more about we're gonna talk We're gonna talk a little bit more about Charleston. Now children behave. Now, as you all know, we went on the air last week, had a special um uh, conversation about this and, and tried to follow a lot of the details live. There were a lot of things that we didn't know a week ago that we do now. 
And I'm going to go around to our, our roundtable panelists, and I'm going to ask you one simple question, yes or no. Okay? That, that's all I need, the yes or no. Barbara, for those of you that have the We Back Pat shirt on, Barbara, yes is a nod up, down. No is a nod side to side, okay? Okay. Okay. Was Charlottesville staged? Tammy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Louisiana, that would be Joseph. Yes. Staged, yes or no? Yes. Okay, Barbara, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Joseph. Sorry, excuse me, pardon me. Joseph, staged, (laughs) yes or no? Yes. Tricia, yes or no? Yes. Anybody else that wants to say yes or no, feel free. Say, senor. Tammy, I asked you first. How are you going to say something when I asked you first? You didn't ask me first. You asked Barbara. I say yes. This is uh, Rodney K. actually hung up and called in. Yeah, I uh, saw but there's more I add to that. I don't know what y'all covered. If you uh, give me a well a moment, you, we're going to give you the floor and let you talk about it. Well, here's some things. I I have been watching the pattern of the what you would call the Illuminati, Luciferians, whoever the handlers behind the scenes, crisis actors, and just looking at patterns and stuff. And I noticed that the pictures are inconsistent with the actual video. I noticed he got a Dodge Charger, General Lee, the Orange 33, you can say Mason. I don't want to blame the Mason for everything. You've got the Dukes of Hazard. David Duke was there. The the lady that allegedly died, she can't be found anywhere in the video, but her name just happens to have HH in it. The tags that have 1111, 1122. I mean, it's just there's so much PSYOP written all over that. But the pics with the bodies flying everywhere versus the video without the bodies flipping, something's just not right. Yeah, can I interject something? Yeah, if I can too. Phil Valentine, he's our local uh, DJ here, talk show. He's syndicated, so I don't know where everybody else is. They may have him, but um, he was saying that um, he had found a clip that has not been seen anywhere on the Internet, but that, you know, the KKK was walking peacefully down the street, and then all of a sudden, bam, the antifes or whatever you call them, just like came out, basically came out of the woodwork and started popping people in the heads with bats and everything. Well, they're paid protests. Can I add, they're rent a protest. Can I add to that? The KKK does not exist. That's now, right. if it was somebody represents the KKK, that could happen. But you talk about the guy uh, film, filming, that was a Gilmore. How do these people happen to be in the right place at the right time to catch the best photo opportunity? To get well, the, and the also, narr- I, don't know, you know? I don't know if y'all saw, but they were showing before a car that was red. It was a burgundy red. It was not the Charger. It had stripes on the top of the car. It was almost, to me, it looked like one of those Dodge, um, you know, those stretch cars that they had. It was probably a Dodge, but it was not the Dodge Charger that they had, and it was definitely a dark burgundy red So um, going through the crowd. Roddy, 
do you know a person by the name of Lawfan? I'm familiar with Lawfan over a year and a half now. He started out being a good chat personality on various formats, but he has lost his mind the last few months, actually. Well, he says he's he accuses everybody. He's accused me of being the devil. There's another lady named Aquila. He accuses Angela Stark. He accuses Donaldson. I mean, he is a mess. Well, he, he just he might just, be the devil. Ooh, he, he, he just he. left the chat, but uh, thirty-three <laughs> seven twenty G O A T U, which I have no idea what that means. I don't know what G O A T U stands for. It's it, I've yes. seen it so many times. It's funny to me the way he behaves. I just can't believe that a how old is he? Twenty-nine year old man would act that way. I I have no I've I've been accustomed to him in other chats, and he's been on the program a few times. He called in one time that I remember. Says I called him a moron, which I probably did. <laughs> it's usually your go-to word is usually idiot, but hey. <laughs> yeah. so, well, there, there. Listen, I'm just going to tell you. There's some people out there that that just are interesting, and when you come here and argue with me something that I know to be fact because I witnessed it, yeah, it ain't going to work with me. Anyway, let us continue with with Charlottesville. So, Roddy, I'll come back to you. Give me your overall take on Charlottesville. We we've talked about specifics. What's your overall take? If if the news was interviewing you and they said, Roddy, what is Charlottesville? What would you say? It is a play. The world is a stage. Are you not entertained? Okay. Something like that. Now, would you put... Cut it out. Your permission. Your permission. I'll post it in the chat if you're not familiar with these. I feel. I actually feel led... I haven't used this in a long time. I feel led of God to put that first one in there, or both of them. These are some guys that have great videos that you will feel this... I think you'll feel the spirit of God on that first one, like Kajana Mariak exposing the uh, what the Illuminati does and their signs and symbols with the OJ and the orange and all this stuff. How it's all just uh, oh, showing no, how things. Anyway, anyway go ahead, go, go ahead, host. Okay, so so let me <laughs> let me th- let me throw something out there, and, and this one is going to make some people kind of cringe. That's okay. That's what I'm here for. For those of you that are in the ragtag chat, um, I'm going to put this. He put these in the chat room. Y'all can go look at these on uh, Facebook or, or, excuse me, YouTube whenever you all get time. Are you but, familiar uh, with chat grabber? I'm sorry? No, with the chat grabber. Am I familiar with it? No. Let me introduce you to it. It's it's amazing. It's posted in the chat. People can go back later. It's called chatgrabber.com. Type in the show ID, you know, the number that we are on tonight, the show number, and to show everything that's posted in the chat. Ooh. Kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a talk show uh, chat affiliate. Okay, so... Let me let me ask you all, and, and I remember when Sandy Hook happened, we, we had this discussion for those that were involved in that. But I raised some serious questions about the validity of Sandy Hook. I do, too. 
I don't believe and it happened. Not the way they're saying it. Again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but there was something. This came at the height of the gun, trying to get guns banned. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And trying to limit yeah. the guns. And as a first responder, I can tell you that there were some things that were done on that scene that just would have never been done. Okay? One of the biggest things that really stuck out at me, I mean, just, I immediately saw, when the first responders first showed up, the first thing they did was start putting up tents. Mm -mm. They started putting up canopies to cover the area. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't let's go see who's injured and who's now, dying. As, or who... as a nurse, Barbara, you would know yeah. that the, the job of a first responder, a nurse, a doctor, anybody that comes up on a code uh, 33 is you triage. That's right. And you get Even people moving. Okay? Yeah. That didn't happen in Sandy Hook. Okay? It was the mm-hmm. they restricted the airspace. <clears throat> they restricted the airspace, even from television crews. And I found out later that the video footage that most of the local networks were using was stock video. Oh, my God. Also, so, wasn't there a report of someone going out into the woods at one point? Yes. Yes. So you're saying somebody took a sonar to three of the graves that the kids are allegedly buried in and did a sonar dip, and there's nothing there. And you know, I'm saying that without hard proof because I haven't seen any. Okay, and I even went to Sandy Hook. When I drove through there, I went to Sandy Hook. I went there. They bulldozed the school down, okay? Yeah, I knew they bulldozed the school. Well, we don't want any memories of it left. Okay. It was with the expediency of which they bulldozed the school down and got every trace of that school building out of there. Why? I understand I understand bulldozing the school. What I don't understand is taking the school pieces to an undisclosed location. So So there's no evidence there's no there's no DNA, new no evidence left. I'm just saying that something I'm not saying something didn't happen, I'm saying it was awful damn fishy what they did. Yeah, well there were pictures of the kids uh with the president. So what's up with are that? You are, are you saying the kids are still alive? Yep. The coroner's name happened to be Carver, like in your face mocking you? Right. I'm saying that I saw, again, I, I'm i just going to, listen, when you're on a scene like that, and in some of the videos that I did see, everybody was makeuped up, even a kid that I saw had makeup on. Okay, and anybody that's been on television or done interviews knows that they make up you, and you know what you're looking for, okay? I've only been putting makeup a few times when doing interviews, 
but you recognize those lines that are on your neck. You recognize those things. And I just thought it odd that a kid had TV makeup on. Well, I mean, Don't what forget was that Bob. doing that? Don't forget that that Bobby guy coming out smiling and going into his crisis actor thing. So, you know, again, not saying something didn't happen. I'm just saying that there was a lot of things. If you've ever worked a true accident scene, that shit don't happen. And I I have. And I've worked many. And I bet if the missus was to look at it, she would be like, this ain't right. So I'm just saying that if, if as a first responder, okay, as one of the first guys on the scene of many situations, okay, I was involved in two active shooter situations, okay, where people were injured. And I'm going to tell you, it was straight-up pandemonium. We didn't have time to yeah. be putting up canopies. We were herding people over to fire trucks, triaging, ambulances running out. We had ambulances coming in. We had cops and National Guardsmen making perimeters. We weren't worried about the the optics. We weren't smiling. We weren't in makeup. You know, we're yelling, you know, get this, get that, get this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Breaking rules to get stuff done. Again, what was the point of them faking it? Why? Why did they do that? Because if if you look at whenever they go on a tear about gun violence, you will notice an uptick in gun violence all throughout this country. You will see shootings happen in places that shootings don't happen. Obama okay, you will, see, you will see cops all of a sudden going on shooting tears. You will see, for example... Not only that, most of them are in the liberal cities. You don't that, see that. And that's what I was getting them. ready to say. Most of <laughs> it happens in liberal cities. Hey, host. So, yes. Yeah. I was going to say the idea of the internet or interweb, the 666, is not a, it's not necessarily electronic or spiritual as much as it is the idea that Hollywood, Obama, actors, political forces are so interconnected, uh, evil-wise. That I, I don't know what, I don't know what your opinion about Trump is, but somebody's got to come out and say, look, we're holding a press conference, and it's almost like. There's so much Jesus preaching over the years. Jesus has his place. That people have forgotten that there's a devil out there. That people in the old days were were devils, considered devils. Those who do his will or work evils are devils. So Trump's got to come out and say, this is deep, guys. It is so deep that they would put a psyop in movies, in Dark Knight, in, Col- in Colorado, uh, in Sandy Hook, in Charlottesville. This is... They've got to expose this. Just like is. I think. Well, I think the movie theater was a setup. I'm sorry. What was that? The movie theater was a setup. On the Batman. That premiere. guy was on some psychotropic drugs, though, Fabian. His house. They said his house was wired with balloons hanging from the ceiling. Yes. But do you understand yeah. that part of and and I happen to know this to be fact. Part of a deep cover psyops is they spend years, years messing with these people, years implanting this stuff in their brain, years. And the CIA, listen, okay, and there's a lot of people that don't want to hear this, but the United States went after people, okay, and the United States 
was what Nazi Germany did in the 40s, the United States had been doing for 15 years. Oh, my gosh. People don't want to talk about that. Okay? Anything that these other countries get busted doing, the United States has been doing. And LSD? How in the hell do you think LSD got here? The government created LSD. That's a proven Mm -hmm. fact. Do y'all remember the name Ted Kaczynski? MK Ultra, yeah. He was the Unabomber. There was a yeah. show on the Science Channel called, um, what is it, Beyond, whatever, or Weird Science or something to that effect. Tekadzinski was a college student who was recruited by the CIA. Right. And when you really look at what he wrote and the things that he went through, the government made him into a psyops warrior. Mm-hmm. And he did what he did because of the brainwashing he received. You can say the same thing with the guy who killed uh, Robert Kennedy. Did they really brainwash him, or want you to think? Uh, as part well, of the, I, that's the question. Me personally, part of the plan is to send signals without saying anything using the same. You can go into Illuminati or Masonic. But if you if you look at some of the videos I posted on the chat board, it teaches you what to look for, and you'll see the pattern. They all come out with the orange hair or the clown face. Even that Gabby Gifford in uh, Texas. Stop it. Could have been a psyop. Because the doctors, when they're interviewed, they don't know where the gunshot went in and out and stuff like that. But there's always a pattern. You'll hear the number 33 mentioned. They just happen to be the age of 33. They got 33 years. Something costs thirty-three thousand dollars. There's all there's a pa- the same pattern. So what's the all 720 these pattern? Whatever law fan put on there, I have no idea. I just, 723. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I would yeah, ask. There's always, there's always a similar numbers or patterns with these uh, with these events we see on TV. Well, I do think I do think that if you look at the times and what's going on and when people need to divert attention from something, for example, the Democrats started getting in the hot seat over the Russia thing, and it started to be found out that, oh, hey, the Democrats have the connections to Russia, not Trump. And all yeah, of a sudden, was... all of a sudden we have talking. Charlottesville. Yeah. And, and was, a man, was a man Schultz, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was a man Schultz. Yeah, we don't particularly care much for her here. Anyway, all right, guys, it's it's that time for me. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in to this short edition of Political Straight Talk. We invite you to come back every Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern time we are here. We welcome and value your opinions as long as you do it civilly and with respect. If you are a racist bastard, we want no part of you. Uh, uh. Remember, you got to stand for something or you fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier for without them. We wouldn't have the freedom to do this. On behalf of us here at Political Straight Talk, by the way, visit me on my Facebook page, Political Straight Talk. Ain't much on it right now. We just put it up, but uh, we're transferring everything over there. We want you to come and visit us. Uh, have a good night, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. <laughs>